What's going on, everybody? This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, I love Evan, Matt, Jared, all those guys. I, I've I've known them for over six years now, and uh, they just went public. They're they're doing amazing things, and every single day they're giving hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars a year to veterans. Uh, they also just doubled down on Joe Rogan's budget, uh, really supporting uh, the First Amendment and free speech. And I appreciate that. Some people got some beef with Black Rifle. I don't care. Uh, they're good friends to me. And this entire country is based around uh, not everybody thinking the same way that you do. And here's what I know. They've been loyal to me. I'm going to be loyal to them. Uh, they're a great group of guys. They're doing stuff for the military community and their coffee is amazing. It really is. It actually really is good. They're ready to drink. Uh, coffee is what gets me through the day every single day. And that is the truth. So support a military owned uh, coffee company that has actually made it and everybody is a hater because they're not them but we love those guys and we're thankful for them their friendship and now their sponsorship on the podcast go to blackriflecoffee.com today families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids and for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? Today is uh, Wednesday. Almost a Thursday, but it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, Hope you're having a great hump day of the week. Speaking of hump day, this title is Don't Say Gay Bill Part 2. Boom. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that was the best lead in for that (laughs) title, but either way. Hey, it it was fun. So we've already done an episode talking about the Florida bill don't say gay bill um and that first episode was basically talking about the actual bill which we're going to include a link in the description showing you all seven pages of this bill so you guys can read it yourself because honestly at this point i'm kind of tired of talking about it there's no mention of the word gay or anything like that in the bill at all it's like 1400 words that's it like it's a a college paper it's a super simple bill and so we're going to include that resource for you in today's episode but the reason we're doing don't say gay part two is not to talk about the bill i want to talk about the insanity that is ensuing in response to the bill uh from celebrities from teachers and now i guess disney is like the arbiter of truth and justice in mm-hmm. our society. And Disney has actually like filed a motion with the Florida House basically saying that they will not rest until this bill is taken out. And 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 so there's even an amazing Tucker Carlson segment that's four and a half minutes that Ron DeSantis gets on. And he, I'll let him finish out this episode because he says it best what he thinks about disney um so there's a lot of things to talk about uh really quick a lot of you have been writing lately about our intro music so i've said this before in episodes if you want to hear that song it's actually friends of mine uh with a more local band and so uh it's the solo of that song and so the name of the band is Illyria A L L Y 
A-L-L-E-R-I-A. Well, I'll put it in the description notes too. Illyria Wake Up Child is the name of the song. So for those of you who keep asking, the name of the song is by a band called Illyria. Um, they're a Mississippi band um, and friends of mine, and they allowed me to use the song. And the song is called Wake Up Child. So Illyria Wake Up Child. Um yeah, it comes in spurts. There'll be like a lot of people that want to talk about it. <laughs> like, what, what, what song is that? Where, where can I find that song? Blah, blah, blah. And then it'll go quiet for forever. And then it'll be like a bunch of emails all again. So again, good song. Uh, uh, those are friends of mine. Illyria, Wake Up Child is the our intro music. Okay, um, so let's get into the madness that has ensued over the past day and a half. And I, I like this. Because what we're going to talk about, even though it's specifically about this bill that's in the news cycle right now, I think how we're going to talk about this stuff is going to be practical things that last for a while. So before we get to do, uh, before, it's a Wednesday, before we get to do all that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys, Ronald Reagan saw it 40 years ago, massive inflation that we haven't seen since until Joe Biden. In Ronald Reagan's own words, inflation is, a, is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to Joe Biden. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold, to protect the savings that you have, to protect what matters to you and your family, and that is security. When that is why you need to go to Birch Gold and diversify your savings account with gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the numbers 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. You've only got eight days left to purchase with Birch Gold before the end of February, and they will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So do it right now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. You've got no excuse. You're listening to this podcast on your phone as we speak. That's the word Graham to 989898 now. All right, all right, all right. So before we talk about all the craziness, I, I I want all of you to close your eyes. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, don't do this. Please do not do it. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just imagine. There we uh, go. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to think about when you were in kindergarten through third grade. Okay. Uh, for some of you, maybe that was 30 years ago. For some of you, maybe that was like 50 years ago. Um, for people like Zach, that was like 10 years ago. Either way. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's a lot longer than it's, it's been uh, like 20 years ago for me. Because you're like five in kindergarten, right? Are you five? Are you six? I think you're six. Then it's been uh, 19 to 20 years ago. Okay, so we ain't even at the two decade mark. All right, anyway, uh, I am I am fixing to be at 30 years <laughs> since then. Uh, either way, I want you to think back about it. Okay, and I want you to remember some of you is harder than others. Remember when you were a kindergartner. Remember when you were a first grader. Even a second grader. Even remember when you were in the third grade. Now, by this point, I was an early bloomer in liking uh, girls and stuff like that. But maybe even by the third grade, like you had a crush on somebody or anything like that. But 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 I, I want you to think specifically about your school experiences. And, and, and I want you to think about the fact of what you thought about. Most of us, you know, my normal day when I was that age, I was wondering what, you know, my grandparents were going to fix me for breakfast. I could care less what I wore to school. Uh, in fact, somebody really should have like done something <laughs> if we're being honest. Uh, but either way, I could care less. Um, I don't know. You went to school. 
you hated it because it's school. You're concerned about your snacks and what snacks you yeah, have for what, after school. Did, did did I get the Dunkaroos or Dungaroos or whatever it is, Dunkaroos, in my lunch pail that day? You don't even know what a lunch pail is, do no, you, No, I know what a lunch pail is. <laughs> I, no, I'm saying, like, I was always concerned about getting the blue gummies. You had, them, the you had them cool, like, triangle lunch boxes that the bottom zipped off. I had, I had and that's a Hot where the Wheels sandwich one, went. and then uh, you know you oh, zipped Lord. open. And I had the Batman like it was literally like like ten, Ooh. like you know what I mean. Like either way, uh, I was always wondering if I if I got the turkey sandwich or the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and and you know I I remember thinking how long until recess, mm-hmm. and I remember. Recess why, is always too short. Why are we not already in recess? <laughs> uh, how many days of school are there? Um, what else did you guys think about? I, I remember there was always that weird kid that ate the glue all the time. Um, you mm-hmm. know, there were people that were, I, I, I don't even remember. Like, I got in trouble a lot for talking. <laughs> Big surprise. I had to write sentences a lot. Um, the point I'm trying to make here is at any time, did any of you in the grades of kindergarten through third grade, I'm saying that specifically those grades, because that's what this Florida bill actually represents. Um, at any point in those grades, did you wonder what your teacher's relationships were like at any point? Did you have questions on, you know, what kind of date they went on with their spouse or a partner? We act like there weren't gay people back then. Um, at any point did you think, Oh, I wonder if they kiss each other or, um, even where do babies come from? Like we're too concerned with our toys. Do you remember having any, of those thoughts whatsoever. And I asked that specifically because I'm going to play you just one clip of multitudes. And this one is of a teacher in response to the, you know, the left's deeming of the don't say gay bill. Um, And, I just want you to hear what this person says. This person is a homosexual male. Uh, He has a partner that is a male, um, which I don't agree with morally, but I mean, okay, America got it. All right. There's probably going to be gay teachers. Okay. I I got it. Whatever. Um, I specifically have a problem with sexual talk or relationship talk in general. Um, with my kindergarten through third graders, honestly, even up until middle school, like, why would you be as a teacher? Remember when there used to be like a, there, there used to be like a definitive line. I even remember in high school, um, you know, some of the girls having a crush on like my chemistry teacher, like it's like an innocent little crush, but still, and they'd be like, what'd you do over the weekend, Mr. Hurt? And Mr. Hurt would legitimately say, I'm not discussing that with you what I did over the weekend. Like yeah. you're, you're my student. I'm not talking to you about what I, <laughs> what I do in, in my personal time because, because there was like a line, right? Like there was a definitive line. I am a teacher. You are a student. Yes. Obviously I have a personal life. Uh, and then even in high school, yes, obviously I'm married with kids or I have a spouse and we adopted kids or a partner or whatever it is, but there was a line. And it was a, I'm not talking to you about that. Same, same, same thing right now. My kids all the time, they want to know how much money do you make, dad? Because Mr. Beast and all these other people make all this, all this kind of money. How much money do you make? <laughs> and I tell them all the time, I'm not discussing that with you because that would be inappropriate to talk to you about that. Yeah. Like you, you, you have no reason to, to, to even concern yourself with these things, but somewhere along the way, Teachers took it upon themselves to start. Well, let's just listen to the clip. And he says one terrifying thing in there. He doesn't say like my students or or 
you know, most teachers refer to them as my students. Those are my students, right? He, at one point, refers to them as my children in there, which is really weird. But 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 but, but we'll listen mm. to the whole thing of everything he says, just to be fair. But either way, I want you to listen to this. Uh, here we go. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's twofold. It really hits hard um, in my heart professionally and uh, personally both. Uh, professionally, it, it truly makes me feel like um, I am not trusted as a professional. Um, I know my kindergarten standards through and through, and um, nowhere in our curriculum does it have anything about um, teaching sexual orientation or sexual identity. Um, so for them to, to say that, that, that that's happening, um, it, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, uh, we should be able to have discussions, and, and that's what we're encouraged to do in kindergarten. And then personally, because, um, you know, my, my kids do have questions. They want to know who the, uh, my partner is in pictures yeah. outside of my classroom, and I should be able to speak to that. So, so do you worry that you won't even be able to talk about your own personal home life? I mean, I, I have a child in kindergarten right now. I know exactly that my, my child has two teachers, one of which has a daughter at home um, and is single. The other is married and has four children. I, I know everything about their lives because my kid tells me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are 100% correct. Um, that's what we do as educators. We build relationships with our kids. And in order to build relationships, you talk about your home life. You talk about what you do on the weekends. That's building community. I It scares me that I am not going to be able to have these conversations with my children because they're going to ask me what I did on the weekend. Yeah. I don't want to have to hide that my partner and I went paddle boarding this weekend because yeah. then they ask, well, what does partner mean, Mr. Bernard? And, you know, I, I'm worried. Can I tell them what it means? I'm also worried for my kids. I have a little girl this year who has two moms, and the kids are curious about her two moms. They want to know about her two moms. You know, if they come to, if they go to her and ask her about her two moms and she doesn't know what to say, they're going to come to me. And ask me, and then you know. So what do I do? It just it opens up uh, for parents to really take some legal action against the schools and teachers. And All what right. is he telling them about his weekends? Okay, so I wrote down while I was listening. I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten points. This is how my brain works. So in a two-minute clip, I wrote down <laughs> ten points of what he said. <clears throat> First of all, this guy. Like I said, he's a homosexual uh, teacher. He's a kindergarten teacher, all right? So that's point number one, all right? I, I teach kindergarten, all right? So full context, these are kindergartners, okay? Kindergartners believe, if you have small kids listening, don't let them listen to this. Kindergartners believe Santa's real, the tooth fairy is real, they believe they could be Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they're kindergartners. Well, if okay? I told a kindergartner that I played for the Alabama football team, they believe me. Yeah, yeah. So he said that he feels like he's not trusted. Well, the answer is you're not. Okay, you're not. Um, you have to earn trust. You don't automatically get trust just because you hold a title of teacher. So first of all, you have to earn the trust and 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 to be clear here while we're talking about this entire thing the trust was not broken by the parents to the teachers there have been countless examples just go to lives of tiktok for five seconds mm -hmm. of teachers that are now admitting that even though they can't talk about it they're talking about it to the kids behind closed doors the trust has been broken by the teachers. Now, not all teachers, and I know that some of you listening are teachers. And there's a lot of you that are doing uh, the the right things, but 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 the trust has been broken by the teachers. Okay, so he said um, that this bill insinuating that they're talking about LGBTQ or sexual things in class isn't happening. But then in the same sentence, he says, but we should be able to discuss it. What? <laughs> so, so again, your problem with the bill, the bill specifically says, so I was going to wait to play the Ron Perlman clip, but I'll play that and then I'll read it twice. Specifically, this is a line from the bill. I'm going to read it word for word. 
Okay, it says classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in K through three. That's what the bill says specifically. Okay, so this teacher claims that that's not happening. But then in the exact same sentence says, but we should be able to discuss it. Okay, so again, we need to bring to the forefront of what these people are upset about. The bill doesn't say don't say gay. The bill says don't teach sexual anything of any kind to kindergartners through third graders. Okay, he says the kids are curious about it. Well, I ask you the question that I said leading up to this. I never cared anything. I thought like the teachers lived at the school. Like I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I could care. I could care less. My children to this day, and that brings me to you know the, the the person interviewing him. Like like you know my daughter tells me everything. I know that her teacher is this, and her teacher has this, and these many kids because my daughter tells me. I don't believe that woman for five seconds. Okay, you as a parent, that's the whole meet the teacher thing. You know, yeah, I'll ask the I'll ask the teacher there. Tell me about yourself. You know, blah 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 blah. Okay, th that makes sense. I don't believe her. Because I have three children, and you know what none of them have ever said to me ever? Guess what so-and-so did with her husband on a on a getaway paddleboarding trip this weekend? No. <laughs> and again, they're going to school. Like, what is why is that even being talked about? So, and here's here's the two most disturbing things that the guy said to me. He said that our role as teachers is to build a relationship, and then he called them my children. So those two things, to me, stick out the most. Okay, your job is to build a relationship with the students. That relationship is you are a teacher, and they are your student. Mm -hmm. That is your relationship. Nothing more, nothing less. For you to call them anything other than your students, it proves to me that you have crossed a moral boundary that you should not cross. Conflicts of interest, you've become too attached in certain ways. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't care for their safety and all this other kind yeah. of stuff, but they are not your children. And see, that's another thing that a lot of teachers have forgotten. They have forgotten that they have been put they have been entrusted with other people's children to teach them as teacher to pupil, right? Like teacher, student. That is what this is. It is not your responsibility as a teacher to build personal and emotional relationships with your student, especially at that age, okay? Now, I get it. All right, so, because this is what people do. Well, what about people that are from bad neighborhoods and their coaches become like a second father? You're talking about sports and all kinds of stuff, and especially when they get older at that point. I'm not saying that there's not a place for those kind of things. But even then, there is a definitive line, okay? Co coaches and all this other stuff, they don't just assume these things. You understand what I'm saying? The relationship is actually built with the parents first. And then the parents trust the coaches and the teachers. And then, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. These teachers today are trying to eliminate the middleman, per se, but the middleman are the parents. Then he talks about his partner, and he goes, you know, I should be able to talk to my children, uh, you know, because they're curious about my partner. And I should be able to tell them that we went paddleboarding this weekend. And why? What, what? Why should you be able to tell them that? Remember what I just said about my chemistry teacher, Mr. Hurt? Why is it so inappropriate for you to say, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in the language level they understand, guys, thank you so much for being interested, but that's not appropriate here in this, I, you know, I'm, I'm your teacher. You are the student. 
Uh, the classroom is no place for those conversations. Could, that is a completely professional answer. Mm-hmm. And it's super simple, done. Even, even if they did ask, who cares? Um, my personal life is, is my personal life. Uh, I'm your teacher. Uh, you, you're the student. You're here to learn math. Like that's why you're here. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Um, little girl with two moms. Okay. Granted, this is a real thing. All right. There there's girls and boys that have two moms or two dads and all this other kind of stuff. And they said, you know, what, what is he supposed to do when the other kids ask her, why do you have two moms or why do you have two dads? Well, I don't know. Uh, so then they're going to come ask him, what's he supposed to do? Just not answer their question? Correct. It's exactly what you're not supposed to do. Uh, that's, that's their family's personal business. Um, so, you know, it, it's not my, it's not my place to, to, to speak on those things. And if you have more questions, go ask your parents at home. Yeah. Yeah. If you have questions about that, then, then you should probably ask your parents at home. Do you see what I'm saying? That is the line that we have lost with the whole parent, teacher, student relationship thing. Teachers are inserting themselves as pseudo parents or as parents like A and B, right? Like, like so we're parent A, they're parent B mm-hmm. while they're there. But, but, but the deeper thing is this, okay? What is really happening, and I understand this is probably going to make some people upset, and I'm sorry, but, 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 but it's true. Okay, what's actually happening is when people are doing things that are not correct, Okay, uh, look, guys, look, I love everybody. You know, you know how I feel uh, in the Bible with homosexual relationships and things like that. I, I love everybody. I treat everybody the same. You know, that's between you and God getting that right. But you, but if you ask me, that's how I feel. Okay, and so this is what, what I believe. When you're not doing things that you know are right, you seek validity anywhere that you can get it. And so what is actually happening is a lot of these teachers, and like I said, I realize this isn't all teachers, but there are some truly unstable people that are in the education system, okay? Just do read, like I said, go to Libs of TikTok for five seconds. It's scary. It is horrifying, okay? These people are mentally unwell. Yes, yes, they are. And yes, I did say that because they are. And they are seeking validity of their sexual choices and their inability to identify as what they actually are. They are seeking validity from children because adults aren't giving it to them because adults see through it. And adults are like, "Eh, I don't think you're a unicorn. Nope, that doesn't. Nope, that doesn't make. Yep, I I understand. It's America, and you can identify everybody, but you, you you're you're in fact not a unicorn. Like that's yeah. not that's not real. <laughs> so they're so they're seeking validity for their own issues from our children, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to. I mean, if we're going to take it even a step further, they're trying to breed a new generation of adult that will accept this extreme behaviors. Yep. Okay? It's truly, truly crazy. And, I mean, I say it all the time. If you can afford it and if you have the means, get your kids out of the public school system immediately. And I mean it. I mean it when I say that. Your children are the most important charge that you have outside of serving God that you have right now. God, spouse, uh, children protect your children okay if you have the means get your kids out of public school because because these people cannot be trusted i mean they just can't and 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 again and i say that with true understanding that we have teachers listening and god bless you man the ones that are doing the right thing teaching is a is a is a extremely difficult job and i'm not taking away from that i'm saying that these people are ruining it for all of you. Mm-hmm. And I see it all the time that teachers that are in the public school systems that are actually the good ones, you want to know what they're doing? They're quitting and they're going to private schools or homeschool hybrid 
type schools or they're homeschooling. Like they're leaving. The good ones are leaving. And as a parent, you should you should realize this. The good teachers are leaving. And they're going to the private schools. And they're going to the homeschooled hybrid schools that are starting to take over the country right now. That's what my kids are in. It's homeschool curriculum, but they actually go to a school Monday through Thursday. And there's teachers there that teach homeschool Christian-based curriculum. And, you know, oftentimes the funniest thing about the Christian-based curriculum is people are like, oh, so you're indoctrinating with Christianity? No, the Christian-based curriculum actually teaches science. It actually just teaches math and reading. And ironically enough, the Christian-based curriculum doesn't get into all that junk. It's, it's, it's the most <laughs> amazing thing ever. It's crazy, actually. Anyway. All right, that's my thoughts on that. Okay, all right, we got a lot of other things to talk about. Ron Perlman, uh, we got to get into him next. And uh, we're going to take a break for a sponsor. And warning, the next clip does have – actually, I'm not even going to say it because every time I say it has language, Zach just beeps it out, and then I look stupid on the audio on the podcast. Sorry. Like, like I listened to the last episode. I was like, I probably should have said that there was bad language in that, and I apologize. But Zach had beeped it out, so I sound like a dummy <laughs> <laughs> in that in that thing. Because you guys don't know that I didn't hear the beeps in real time, and so I sounded like an idiot. Either way, all right, let's get into a sponsor. All right, everybody, listen up. I want to bless you this month, okay? I want to bless you by paying off your mortgage for next month, okay? Um, what about producers? No, you're don't not, you don't count because you're on the show. Crap. You know how much I'd get sued if you want. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, Good Ranchers, okay? The company that saved this podcast from extinction when we got demonetized on Facebook is under severe attack from the radical left for supporting us, for supporting other conservative voices, and supporting free speech. I need every one of you right now to show your support for this 100% American beef company. I need you to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. And every single order this month, they're going to send me a list and I'm going to pick two people and I'm going to pay off your rent or your mortgage for next month. Okay, look, not only do you get 100% in America beef or chicken, you also support a conservative company, and I'm going to bless you, and you have an opportunity to have your rent or your mortgage paid off next month. I know times are tough. I know that everybody is hurting, but so is this company that is trying to do the right thing. So I need everybody right now to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham and make an order today. All right, all right. Are you going to beep it out? You probably just beep it out. Okay, Zach, I'll, beep it, I'll beep it Zach's out. Zach's going to beep it out. <laughs> this is a uh, a video that Ron Perlman posted to Governor DeSantis yesterday. And so for those of you who don't know who Ron Perlman is, Ron Perlman has had a career in TV. He was, uh, um, oh, what's the chick from Terminator's name? I actually have seen that movie. Hey, I, if you hadn't seen Terminator, I was going to throw something at you. Linda Hamilton. Golly. Linda Hamilton was in it. It was like Beauty and the Beast, the TV show, like back in the late 80s. And Ron Perlman, you know, they had to apply, you know, basically just whiskers. And, you know, he already looked like the Beast. Um, <laughs> he was in Sons of Anarchy. He played Clay Morrow in Sons of Anarchy. Um and it's interesting to me how, you know, the best characters that people play are the characters that are most like them. So Clay Morrow was this very impulsive, uneducated, rash, irrational character that constantly made knee-jerk decisions and reactions that constantly got the club in trouble with the law. He ended up killing the wrong people. Because he thought people did something they didn't do. I mean, he was an idiot through the entire thing. And so then he makes this video to Governor Ron DeSantis. 
Uh, and and like I said, what we've attached in the description in this episode the bill. And um, uh, it doesn't say don't say gay anywhere. Uh, in fact, one more time, the 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 meat of the bill is centered around section three. And I'm going to read it one more time before I play his video that's now been seen millions of times. Okay, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur. You notice when they say sexual orientation, they're also talking about heterosexual orientation there too. Mm -hmm. Sexual orientation. Period. Includes everything. That includes everything. All right? Sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through th grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or development developmentally appropriate for students in those grades. Okay? That is the bill. Okay? Everything else is like legal mumbo jumbo that has to go in all bills. Mm-hmm. That's the bill. And that is what everyone is freaking out about. And so you have to ask yourself, why? Why would anybody be against teaching sexual identity or, or sexual orientation or gender identity to kindergartners through third grade? Why? What, what other reason could people be upset about that than wanting to sexualize children? There is, you can't tell me anything. What reason could anyone have a problem with it than that? It, it, riddle me that. Just explain it to me. You can't because that's the reason why. All right, so this is, again, remember what I said. His character was a knee-jerk, irrational moron that didn't read and didn't do his research before he did any actions. Here's what he said. Here we go. Good morning, Governor DeSantis. Ron here. Um, don't say gay, don't say as the first two words in a sentence spoken by a political leader of a state in the United States of America, don't say, don't say you Nazi pig, say first amendment. Read about it, then run for office, you piece of Maybe you should read the bill. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. I don't get or, it. you know, it's also not like we conservatives couldn't say certain things during certain times for the last couple of years. And, and again, First Amendment doesn't protect you being able to say whatever you want to say to other people's children mm -hmm. okay we have gone so far past all of this stuff uh and again first of all like i said read the bill and if you read the bill you would realize that everything that the left is telling you everything that these elites are telling you they're lies they are lies disney's gotten involved thank god uh, you know, I was concerned that we wouldn't have anybody uh, take up the mantle that is fighting this horrific bill of not indoctrinating our children. Uh, but rest assured, Disney has taken up that 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 mantle with with pride. Um, Disney is a California based company. Um, I'm going to play you two clips. And these people are like super high up boards of directors in Disney. Mm -hmm. OK, I'm just going to play it. Maybe both in succession. I, I I don't know, but 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 here's the first one. Here we go. Uh, all right, these are the people making the shows for your children. By the way, I'm I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child, um, um, and one pansexual child. Um, it's not, it's not and and also as a leader, it's not real. Um, and oh, that was the thing kids. that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations. And um, I feel a responsibility to speak um, not just for myself, but for them. 
about um, to all of us. We we had a we had an open forum last week at twentieth where spit it out. Um, again, the home of of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where. Um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. Oh, and I went, what? There it is. I, that can't be true. And I, and I, and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. Oh. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters uh-huh. in our stories. And, and, and yet we don't have enough leads ah. um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters uh-huh. um, and, and not have to be about gay stories. And so okay, um, okay, that's been okay. very- I, I've heard enough. All right. I realize there's relationships in Disney movies, but when did the focal point of the Disney movies be focusing on relationships in the movies for children? When did that become a thing? Okay. Aladdin. Yes. He liked a girl, but the main purpose of the movie was he was a street rat that found a genie in a lamp and he wanted to be rich and famous, right? And the actual moral of that story was, oh, at the end of the day, money and all this other kind of stuff, living a lie actually isn't the way to do it. And the moral thing to do is to live a generous life and to take care of other people and trying to be selfish is bad. Remember when we used to have movies that actually meant something other than what your sexuality is? That's what this is about, man. That's that is what this is about. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't want to watch a kids movie that depicts someone's sexual identity journey. My kids want to watch movies about dogs that talk mm-hmm. and shoot basketball and all that other kind of stuff. That's what they want to watch. Sonic the Hedgehog. Nobody cares. What Sonic, I know that's not Disney, okay, before people freak out, but Sonic (laughs) movies coming out. Yeah. Nobody cares what sexual orientation Sonic is. They just want to see Sonic run really fast and destroy Eggman. That's what they want to see. Nobody cares. You care. The kids don't care. You care because you're a mentally insane adult. Mm, Moving on. (laughs) Next one. Here we go. This one is genius. Last summer, we we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank God. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's it's hello everyone or hello friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those those recorded messages. And so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the magic kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. And so I love the fact that it's opened up the creativity, the opportunity for our cast members to look at that. We, we have our cast members working with merchandise, working with food and beverage, working with, with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps, you know, we, we want to create that magical moment with our cast members, with our guests. And we don't want to just assume because someone might be um, in in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. And, And what if I don't want to be identified as everyone? What about what I want? What if I want you to address me as a gentleman or if 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 I was a child, a boy? What about those of us that identify as what we actually are? You don't seem to care about what we think. <clears throat> you seem to only care about what the people who identify as something else think. You don't seem to care about what we think. I think that you should address me as gentleman or sir or man or mister. What doesn't, about what I think? Doesn't fit their agenda. That's my point. You're not being inclusive at all. There's no way to be inclusive with that understanding. So you're not all about equality at all. You're only about pushing woke agendas. Because mm-hmm. if you actually cared, if we really wanted to do this the right way and people really had this big an issue about anything, wear a freaking name badge all day long and be like, this is my name. And maybe some people will do it. I don't know. I wouldn't. But either way, the point is, who cares? Who cares? You care. The woke narrative cares. That's it. You don't care about offending us. 
people that identify as what they actually are, biological males, biological females. Whether you agree or disagree that there's 8 million different genders and unicorns and fairy dust and a unicorn peed on your mom and then you were born and now it's great. The point is... You don't care about offending people that identify as biological males or biological females. It's a woke narrative agenda. That's it. This isn't equality. Where, where are all of the people that identify as what they actually are causing just as much of an uproar? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I am a man. I am a biological male, and you will. You hear you hear the tone? This is their tone. What if we took this tone? No, 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 no. I'm a biological male, and you will identify and and you will address me as Mr. Or if you're a girl, Mrs. If you're a girl, ma'am, you're if you're a dude, sir, you will address me by my biological status of who I am. What if we took the same approach? Do you think they care? The answer is no. Because this is all a woke agenda narrative. It's not about equality. It's not about doing it the right way. It's not about any of those things. Because they don't really care. All right. To end this out, we're going to let uh, Governor Ron DeSantis say it as only he can. This is a four-minute clip. He was on Tucker last night talking about it. And they're even going to play one of the clips that – that, that that we played earlier, but but he he just says it so well that I have to let him finish this out. Remember, this is not about equality. This is not about anything. This is about sexualizing your children. Here we go. I have to say you're one of the only politicians I've ever seen, and so many Republican governors in red states really are some of the weakest people in the country, have caved. You have not caved. You've really tried to explain what this bill's about. If you'll just do it quickly for us once again, what is this bill? Well, this bill is about providing protection so that they know they can send their young kids to school without them being sexualized, without a school telling a young girl, for example, that she may really be a boy. And if schools are trying to do things that impact uh, the health and well-being of the kids and they're, they're undertaking certain services, that parents have a right to know that and provide consent for it. So this is a real bill that empowers parents. It protects our kids. And for a company like Disney, uh, to say that they, this bill should have never passed. First of all, Tucker, they weren't saying anything when this was going through the House. They only started doing this because the mob, the woke mob, came after them. But put that aside, uh, for them to say that them as a California-based company are going to work to take those California values and overturn a law that was duly enacted and, as you said, supported by a strong majority of Floridians, they don't run this state uh, they will never run this state as long as I'm governor. Yeah, they haven't improved Orlando, I noticed. Why don't they throw some money into downtown Orlando and help the people who live there? I, I have to ask you, this, since you're on the topic of Disney, journalist Chris Rufo, who's really done a lot, has just obtained a video of an all-hands meeting at Disney. The meeting was in response to the legislation you signed in Florida. Here is Disney corporate president, Carrie Burke. Watch this. I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and, and also as a leader. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and, Wait and, for it. and yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just, just get to be characters. Um, and, and not have to be about gay stories. So I don't understand why an entertainment company that makes animated movies gets to control legislation in your state. Well, especially, Tucker, you got to wonder, like, why is the hill to die on to have transgenderism injected into kindergarten classrooms or woke gender ideology injected into second grade classroom. Why is that the hill to die on? Meanwhile, if we had done a bill that prohibited uh, talking about the abuse of Uyghurs in China, Disney would have supported that legislation because they don't want to say a word about that. So it's just an odd manifestation of their corporate values that they actually do Disney cruises, Tucker, to the nation of Dominica 
which criminalizes homosexuality. So they're fine doing that and lining their pockets. They're fine lining their pockets from the CCP and all the atrocities that go on there. But it's those kindergartners in Florida that they really want to have transgenderism uh, mm. as part of their core curriculum mm. in school. Mm. And talking to kids about their genitals. Like, I, I thought that was, I'm not a lawyer, I thought that would be a crime, right? No, it should be. Tucker, I mean, I think about when I was in school, we just did schoolwork. Uh, you know, we did, we did things like math and science and reading. Look at I don't that. even know how this would become fodder for, for a second grade classroom. Uh, and so the fact that they're going to this length to try to torpedo legislation that I think 90% of parents probably view as just common sense, um, it really makes you wonder, you know, about what's motivating this decision making. It, it really does. And just to be clear, final question. I read the bill. It doesn't say anything about gay marriage, does it? Is, is it not an anti-gay marriage bill? Tucker, Tucker, the word gay is not in the legislation. Right. So they okay. say it's banning a word that literally isn't even in the legislation. It's not even like they're misrepresenting the way the word's used. It's not even used in the bill. It's a, it's a fake narrative. It's a lie. But it's a lie because they have to lie because if they admitted what they were really for, sexualizing kindergartners and first graders, they know that would not fly with the public. Man, you got a lot of huevos to do this, and I appreciate it. And I hope all the other cowards sitting. I agree. I agree with him 100%. The real reason they're upset about this is because they want to sexualize your kids. And the thing that the thing that scares me the most is the one thing that I don't agree with the governor on is I think more states than not would be okay with it. Mm -hmm. That's what I really believe. I really, truly believe. Do you really think New York is going to stand up and be like, uh-uh? You're not sexualizing our kids in school. I don't see New York doing that. No. Do you see Pennsylvania doing that? I don't. Uh, what about California? Definitely not. Oregon? Definitely not. Washington State? Oh, no way. They, of, cor of course. Children should know. Children should know. Your six-year-old child should know all about genitals and sex and gender identity and, and how things are done. And, and we should allow those books to fifth graders that show how um, uh, fellatio and all this other kind of stuff happens. We should allow that kind of stuff. Why not? They're people too. I, I actually think it's I think it's far worse. I, I've talked about this. We've lost morality in this country. The only thing I disagree with the governor on is that if they did reveal their actual things, the only reason they're not is because that's how people like us are not able to talk about it. Because if we try to reveal their actual reasons, they just fact check us and say that our videos go against community hate speech guidelines and things like that. That's why they're not saying it out loud. Because if they said it out loud, then we would have open forum to be able to go after them. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. We must identify what is actually happening. We must identify the actual reasons for all of this. And like Governor DeSantis said, the word gay is not even in the bill. So what are they actually upset about? The only answer is they want to sexualize and groom your children. So stand up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. Make sure to share this. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. It helps us in the chart so new people can see us. Thanks so much. And we'll see you all again next time. 